Podcast number three. This is going to be a little bit of a test, trying out some of these new digital audio techniques, attempting to learn how to make this podcast more professional. Hopefully at some point I'll be able to make sure that this takes off into something that can be useful for not only the listeners, but as a supplementary game for me as well. I do enjoy diving into some of these topics and just exploring my own thought process. Hopefully in the process I will also gain perspective uh, through viewer input. I do encourage anyone to give their perspective. I am completely open to new ideas. I think that it's false for anyone to say that they have everything figured out. It tends to be an underlying theme of mine, but I think it's worth repeating and reiterating that if we're incapable of absorbing new ideas and using those to formulate our opinions, then what service are we actually serving to the rest of society? So today I want to talk about some current events, um, namely some of the items that are being mentioned about the southern border and its unfortunate state. Apparently there are some deplorable conditions. And I think, honestly, that it's terrible that these people are subjected to such terrible environments. However, in order to be objective on the subject, you have to look at how these conditions came to be in the first place and I believe that the rampant influx of immigration has led to some of these conditions. In addition to that we have an inability to handle just the massive numbers that that we've seen recently and I can't help but think that not only is it politically motivated but maybe even being funded in an effort to make things seem so much more desperate than they actually are. Um, So you hear a lot of different perspectives because everyone wants to give their input on this situation, being that there is a humanitarian aspect to it. And I feel like it is so politicized that You either land on one side or the other, which isn't true, but it's how it's portrayed. Almost every single time, if you speak out against those situations, then you're automatically labeled a liberal and you're a socialist. Or if you speak out and say, you know, these situations have underlying factors that are being ignored and there needs to be a solution that includes fact that there are underlying factors if you say that then you don't care about these people and that isn't necessarily true I'm sure that that situation does exist and there are those out there that 
genuinely could care less about the well-being of these people. Um, I think those people are being disingenuous at best. All people deserve to be treated with some level of dignity. Uh, do they deserve the exact same rights and respect as everyone else? Not in all cases. The largest argument for these people is that, well, they're just seeking asylum. I take issue with that simply because there is a very specific definition of what constitutes asylum, and I believe that that, in many cases, is being ignored. Um, to seek asylum, you have to be able to prove that you are being persecuted for religious or racial or ethnic reasons. Persecuted, not coming from a, a disparate situation, not having been exposed to poor conditions or violent surroundings. That isn't how asylum works. It isn't the internationally agreed upon definition of asylum or refugee status. In order to gain that status, you have to be able to prove that you are being persecuted. And I think if, if everyone is truly honest, many of these cases, if not a, a great majority of them, the burden of proof is overwhelmingly not in their favor. So, we come to a nexus in the conversation where we try to determine what is the best course of action. And I don't think that an open border policy is going to solve problems for anyone. I think it will exacerbate some of the problems that already exist. And I think it will also increase dissension amongst the people that are here legally and the people who are natural-born U.S. citizens because we have a great division in this country on mindset of how this should be handled. And there doesn't seem to be any bend or flex on either side. It tends to be one of the issues that I have in general with the whole bipartisanism system. It puts you on immediate opposition from the outset. So there, there's already a division. There's a line drawn in the sand that doesn't allow you to say, well, this is a good idea and that is a good idea. Why don't we merge these two ideas into something that actually benefits people? Instead, it's, well, that, that idea is from your side, so, nah, I can't agree with that. Couldn't possibly agree with that. It literally renders the entire system ineffective. So, if we're going to talk about the southern border, we have to talk about some of the inflammatory statements that are being made. Um, particularly from Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. This woman has an absolute need to be inflammatory for some reason. It's not just 
here's what I see and it's a problem and here's how I think we should handle it. And please note that she's very good at pointing out problems. I haven't seen even a tiny bit of giving an adequate solution or a feasible solution or understanding the nuances of a solution that she has actually tried to propose or understanding the devastating effects one way or the other for solutions that she seems to deem appropriate. So it's troubling to me that we have someone in a position of power in Congress who has multiple degrees, one of them being in economics from the University of Boston, I believe, the other in international relations, and somehow cannot provide a solution to these issues. And furthermore, instead of using what information or insight she learned while taking these international relations courses, she simply makes inflammatory statements and issues a call to arms for everyone to go against whoever she deems is the culprit. And the funny part is that she disregards the fact that many of the situations that she runs into are not necessarily at surface value. These things aren't what they seem to be. Um, they've existed for much longer than she wants to attribute credit to them for. So she is rapidly becoming someone who cannot be trusted to tell the truth, which is ironic because she tends to speak out against Donald Trump, who also has been known to lie. And I do not defend this man on that front. Uh, he has made some pretty outrageous claims and some outright false statements. Uh, I do not defend that, nor do I condone that behavior, especially from someone who is supposed to be the leader of the free world. Uh, I am of the opinion, and will remain of the opinion, that the best thing that he could really do for himself and for the presidency is to just shut up, stay off social media, do the job, try to be a net benefit while you're in office, and just be quiet about it. Do what you're going to do. Let the results speak for themselves. And by the same token, I think that goes for Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Same thing. Shut up. We understand. You, you are a diehard socialist. We get it. Do something productive other than running your mouth. Find a way to actually do something that is beneficial to humanity. So far, your track record isn't so good on that front. That's not to say that I disagree with everything she says. I just have real problems with someone with her lack of experience trying to dictate to the rest of the country 
what from her very narrow perspective is the largest problem we face when there are so many more problems out there especially ones if we just look inward towards people that we should have been taking care of all along people that are already here we don't do enough to take care of them and if you can't actually take care of the people that are already here how in the world do you expect to take care of hundreds of thousands of people who weren't here and intend to come here whether you say it's okay or not I don't understand this concept and that's that's why I am at odds with the whole situation I think there needs to be some common ground I think it's great that uh, there are now people from these other countries where there seems to be a great influx of these immigrants coming to America are standing up and saying you know not only do we recognize that there is a problem but we recognize that we are not without fault and that some of our actions have actually led to this becoming such a large problem and I think that's very commendable I believe it was El Salvador's president um, recently spoke out and said that you, the reason these people are fleeing are some of the policies or some of the issues that they have failed to address and I think that that's very big of him to stand up and say that uh, even though he's recently elected I think he's standing up and saying you know this was a campaign promise that helped get me elected and I believe that we need to follow through so absolutely commend that gentleman for having the wherewithal to stand up and say we are at fault as well just a few thoughts on the whole situation I will keep addressing this situation as it unfolds I'm sure there'll be more to come in the near future especially given the magnitude of this situation and and how wide-reaching it can become very quickly uh, I do want to state that coming here illegally is unacceptable it is you don't have a right to be here just because you exist uh, we are a country of laws it is founded upon civil society and in order for things to remain civil the laws need to be abided by and they need to be enforced so do we need reform in our immigration system yes but how much is too much how much is enough no one's giving numbers no one says this is how many people we need to take in how many people is it fiscally responsible to take in? And do we still stand there and say that there is a specific definition of asylum? And, and are we going to actually adhere to that definition? These are the questions at the forefront of my mind as all of this unfolds. And hopefully it's something that everyone thinks about. Until next time.